0: Welcome to another podcast. Today we are going to talk about *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*. A summary of this book. Okay, so *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe* begins as four siblings, Peter, Susan, Edmund, and Lucy, arrive in the country to escape the dangers of London in World War II, taking refuge with a middle-aged professor in his big family house in the country they are initially excited by the opportunities for fun and play they discover one day while exploring the house Lucy accidentally finds her way into a construct completely unlike England particularly because she is met there by the playful Mr Thomas who tells her she is the land of Narnia and invites her to tea later however He suddenly confessed that he is under orders in the powerful white witch who rules Narnia and who was made eternally winter but never Christmas to betray any human visitor to her. Lucy convinced him to let her go and she returns through the wardrobe to the house where she is surprised to learn that although she feels she has been away for hours. She really won't be gone a few minutes. She is also upset when the others particularly Edmund recall her history. Sometime later however Edmund also finds his way into Rania where he meets the White Beach. Bringing him with sweets and strangely intrigued by the fact that he was brother and two sisters, she convinced him to come back as soon as he can and to bring his siblings. On his way back he score lucy who is excited that someone else has shared her experience but who's your turn to submit when when edmund giving to his nasty side first pity and susan he and lucy were only playing it went to all of four siblings find their way to internalia and peter is Edmund out for being a liar and for hurting lucy feelings edmund knows and deepening resentment for Peter, as the fortunate discovery, that Mr. Thomas has been arrested by the Witch-Wolf police, and they are given shelter by a pair of friendly viewers, who we'll tell them that things are about to change in Rania. The mystery and powerful lion Aslan is on the move, and Wilson set things right. Edmund slips away from the- his events and the and goes straight to the witch who reacts with fearful fury as he to Aslan and prepares to insert him. Meanwhile, Edmund Siblius and the Yorks flee to where they are to meet Aslan, and eventually encounter him in the company of several large and powerful allies. Serious conversation between Aslan and Peter is interrupted by an attack by two of the witch wolf polis, one of which is killed by Peter, another of which escapes. The next day, after her attempt to sacrifice monk for his three, he is interrupted by an attack of Aslan's allies, sent to rescue him. The witch arrives for a conference with Aslan. After the, con- the conference, Aslan reveals that he has made an arrangement for its own lives to be spared. That night Lucy and Susan walk with the somber Aslan on his way to keep the arrangement. They watch in grieving horror as the witch first humiliates him and then takes his life based on weapons. The next morning, however, Aslan returns life and leads his army into combat with the witch and her alice, eventually, defending her. The novel's final chapter reveals how Peter, Susan, Edmund, and Lucy are all made kings and queens in Arnie. And how their rule of seven years ends when, in pursuit of magical stage, they find themselves flying back to into England. Only a few seconds after the Union I left. I took this project because it's more simple and I can practice my English because I have to talk a lot. So I'm so thankful with Miss Brianna for gave us this project because this one it's so fun and simple. Simple. So I really hope. I good great in this, because I put all my effort. Welcome to another podcast. Today we are going to talk about the characters of the book. We are going to start with Aslan. Aslan is the king of Narnia and the son of the emperor over the sea. He is a lion, he is so powerful, and he gave his life to say Edmund, even when he was a liar. Everyone loves and trusts him because he is so fair and lovely. When the Pevensie children fears hear his name, they immediately fall power sensations that they couldn't understand. Aslan represents Christ, death and resurrection. And now I'm going to read a quote of the book. And now a very curious thing happened. None of the children knew who Aslan was any more than you do, but the moment the beaver had spoken his name, everyone felt quite different at the name of Aslan. Each one of the children felt something jump in the inside. Lucy Pevensey. She's a young man's Pevensey. She is so brave, strong, and cruel. She discovered Narnia, her brothers called her a liar, at the start because anyone believed that Narnia exists, and even when Edmund was there, he told that he wa- she was lying. She is a good friend because when she realized that the tomb house was ransacked, she didn't care about the consequence, she started his search. Santa Claus kissed Lucy a cordial which she used to help the wounded following the battle with the white troops. She's she's known as the Queen Lucy the Valiant. Now I'm going to read a quote. Oh just yes, Lucy. And I have been playing pretending that all her story about a country in the world is true. Just for fun. Of course, there's nothing there really now peter peter is the oldest dependency as the oldest he is obviously brave a leader and he take care of his brothers he didn't believe in lucy when she said that he was in a place called narnia but in their other hand he knows that his sister never lies peter is so virtuous when he knew that the someone has been arrested he immediately tried to create a plan to save him as Peter's destiny unfolds, he learns that he is to be hiking over his brother and sister at the castle of Kyr When he was in Narnia, his knowledge and leadership increased because he had to participate in wars against the White Witch. Even when he knew that he was the next of Narnia, he felt insecure did not feel very brave he needed he feel he was going to be sick but that made no difference no what he had to that was a quote of the book so thank you so much for hearing me today and i see you in the next podcast bye Today, we are going to see the figurative language in the book. In the book, we can see a lot of figurative language, but one of the most big is the personification. Where is the, book the personification? We define personification as speaking about something that is not human as if it was human abilities and reactions. One example in the book of this figurative language could be Aslan because he is not a human but he is the king of a nation. He can make miracles, talk to humans, destroy a witch and a lot of more things that just a human could do. Another example in the in the book could be Miss and Mr. Beaver. They help Evansy kids when they are in the Narnia. Miss Beaver gave to the kids food and she cooked for them. Obviously in the real life Beaver doesn't do that. A Mr. Beaver Give them to Aslan. Now I'm going to read a quote of the book. Aslan, a man, say Mister Beaver sternly, "Certainly not. I'll tell you, he's the King of the Wood and the son of the Great Emperor beyond the Sea. Don't you know who is the King of it? Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion." Other figurative language that we can find in the book could be the metaphor. Metaphor is a figure of a speech in which a word or phrase is applied to an object or action to which it is not literally applicable. One example in the book of this could be the fact that the book represents good and, Ill, and evil, because even when it's not textual, we can infer that it speaks about the Bible. We can see this in the part when Aslan gave his, gave his life to save Edmund, in the stone table. As in the Bible, Jesus died to save us. Even when this book is a fiction book, mention something real. In this case, a chapter or a part of the Bible. Now I'm going to read a quote. When a winning victim who had committed no treachery was killing in a trace of a that itself could start working backward backwards. So this was the podcast. I see you in it podcast. Bye. Hello 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 today we are going to talk about a theme in the book. The most big theme in the book. So, one of the most big themes in the book could be Aslan versus the White Witch, or in other words, good versus evil. This theme is super important for the book because the book is literally based on this, on what happened with. With Aslan, and why the witch is a bad person. With the Pevensy kids and Georgiana, they had the power to decide in what they came live—in the witch or in Aslan. In the case of Edmund, he will in the witch, and for his fault, Aslan had to die. We can know that the witch is bad because she just really wanted. Her own worship. Even when she was a simple witch, the unique extraordinary thing that she had was her magic wand. This magic wand could, could turn anything into a stone and that's why every animal was scared. She made the Infinity Winter without Christmas. She didn't care about the animals. She was believed a liar. That's why Edmund believed in her, but she just wanted to capture the four parents' children and make sure they didn't not the throne here. The good one was obviously Aslan, the king. He just wanted good things for the animals. He allowed, he allowed the witch to do what she wanted, to then prove that he was the only powerful he saved everyone in the perfect moment. He always has a plan. He knows what is better. And he gave his life. Even when the witch thought that she could destroy him. Aslan showed his magnifica- magnificence. She is a perfectly, terrible person, said Lucy. She calls herself the Queen of Narnia. Though she was not right to be queen at all, and all the founts, and dragons, and knights, and warfs, and animals, at least all the good ones simply hate her. That was a quote. Now I'm going to read another quote of Aslan. At that moment they heard from behind them a loud noise, a great cracking, cracking the feening noise as if Gian had broken a Gian's plate. The stone table was broken into two pieces. Hello, hello, hello. So now we are going to our reflection about the book and How I felt reading and how I felt with the chance of choosing my own book. So I have to say that I'm happy to have been able to choose which book I want to read. This opportunity helped me because in the past I thought that Narnia was a magic movie and a magic book and when I read the book I understood everything who knows me you know that Jesus and the Bible and God and everything it's something important so when I read the book I realize that it's like read the Bible but more simple because have examples and everything that makes you feel more comfortable reading so this was a beautiful experience the activities that we made for example the packet was a relaxed activity because in my case i finished everything like in one week so i had three classes to start in to start my project. So I have to mention that I'm so grateful with Miss Rihanna. For key Offs gave us this opportunity of let us choose what we want. She is the first one that is who do this. I'm sure that everyone thinks this the same because in our complete life a school gave us the books sometimes the books are sobering and nobody re- reads them because how oh, you can read something that you really don't like? but in this case was different because Miss Rihanna gave us this, the opportunity of read what we want I'm sure that we should repeat this and not just in English class, in all the subjects because this helped us a lot so thank you so much Miss Rihanna for this opportunity and for the activities and everything. This was so fun and the project for me was so was so fun too. So this was the podcast of today. See you in another podcast. Bye! another podcast. Today we are with Matias and we have Sona. some questions to him. So, what do you think about the book?
1: Hello, first of all, thanks for the invitation. We're here live from the library of the school and yes, I like a lot the book. You, you may ask why because it's just a normal book but for me it wasn't because for me it's a connection that I have from the story and the real life over here. I can, because I'm a religious person, so I can see how God and the lion Aslan are connected in the in the story. So for me, was a, a thing that I really enjoyed enjoyed reading. So for me, was a a book epic. How
0: do you feel reading?
1: I real feel comfortable reading my reading the book, uh, like sitting down with a coffee, uh, quiet. For me, it was more than special because nobody was in that point. Like, it bothered me since I was reading a book that I really liked. So for me, it was a very good experience.
0: Who is your favorite character?
1: Without doubts, doubt, Aslan, because I see the powerful that he has. So for me, it was a story that uh, I would like to see more characters like uh, and people in real life, maybe uh, similar to him. So for me, it was a, a thing that I really liked.
0: Do you think that we should repeat this?
1: Yes, with adopts we should repeat this story. Yeah. And <laughs> so, it's, it's, uh, I real uh, like to repeat these books and more, to have a more space where we can choose our books that we want to read. So, for me, it was a, a thing that I would like with adopts to repeat.
0: Are you thankful Thankful with Miss Rihanna for this opportunity?
1: Yes, with adopt. we have seen. Miss Brianna this year like other Miss Rihanna, other teacher that we have never experienced because she has opened her her doors for us and that thing I will probably never forget how the relationship that more than a teacher she's like a, our friend and our personal confident person so yes and shout out to Miss Brianna over this when she's listening this <clears throat> okay thank you so much for
0: this interview Mattia and um, so yeah I hope, hope you enjoyed this and bye see you in the next podcast